0: And welcome to episode 17 of Hashtag No Filter. I'm very excited today. I have someone here who has not only been on TV, but he is also an incredible force in the restaurant food industry. His name is Justin Turner. You probably maybe know that name. He won Chopped Season...
1: Oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the bold and the bacon full the, the name of the episode i think it's 28 okay but there's so many secrets.
0: either way i'm sure they so chopped he was yeah. on chopped and won on chopped um and he's a very um, big name in uh, the houston restaurant scene and i'm just very excited to have him on today we're going to talk about various things we're going to talk about his industry um how he got into the industry dating and relationships when you're in that industry and more. So we're just going to dive right in. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. I'm so excited. Me too. Um, Well, first, before we get into anything else, tell us a little bit of your background, how you got into what you are doing now, your story. Tell us a little bit.
1: So originally from Chicago, uh, moved to Memphis when I was 16 years old, Mm -hmm. Uh, immediately started cooking. My first job was at a uh, fast food chain. Oh, cool. uh, Wendy's. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I did that for about a year Um, from Wendy's. I went into a famous barbecue place in Memphis, Um, not knowing that cooking was going to be my thing. I've always loved cooking, cooking shows. (laughs) Uh, As a little kid, I used to watch like uh, Yen Ken Cook Mm -hmm. and uh, Julia child yeah frugal gourmet um but i started cooking uh, for money uh, to mm-hmm. pay for my car insurance and um i just kept getting good jobs so after the barbecue place i worked at an amazing italian place did everything from scratch wow. piqued my interest a little uh but what did not pique my interest was the money mm-hmm. um kid guys and cooks uh still to this day uh 20 years later don't make um Great money. Really? Okay. Uh, you make more money in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. So I decided uh, to move to the front of the house, got a job at Outback Steakhouse, mm-hmm. waiting tables. Um, and then, like six months into it, uh, there was an issue in the kitchen. They needed help. They asked uh, if anyone on the, the floor could help out for the night. They knew that I had experience in the kitchen. I said I would. Um, and flash forward six months after that, I was in the kitchen pretty much the whole time. Wow. Uh, I worked my way around the entire kitchen. I was working uh, grill uh, which you know normally takes a while in their system and, the, and one of the uh, head kitchen managers said dude you should do this for a living
0: you wow how, so, how old are you now or how long ago is this I was
1: 18 oh wow yeah That's amazing so uh, yeah it worked a lot uh, right away I started at uh, 15 mm-hmm. um, got all that experience in that first three years uh, and then uh, basically 18-19 uh, asked my mom if I can go to culinary school. And she was like, your school record sucks. (laughs) Uh, I pretty much barely, you know, skated by by graduating high school. Uh Uh, She was like, I'm not going to pay for it. So I'll send you to this class if you pay half. And it was a a course that was six weeks long. (laughs) Um, It was really for home cooks and caterers and people just to get a little bit more education. Yeah. Uh, But the chef was amazing. His name's Joseph Carey. And he. This um, was
0: where? In Memphis. Yes. okay mm-hmm.
1: And he, uh, he kind of took me under his wing hmm. for that six weeks. Uh, I did a lot of the demonstrations. I did a lot of um, uh, what he required in the class from uh, a participation standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then he got me a job at this, uh, it still to this day, is top one of the top restaurants in Memphis uh, named Erling Jensen's. Wow. Um, and so I kind of started off at the bottom, uh, worked my way up, yeah. and then he opened up a second location and from there he asked me to be the sous chef so wow. I my way basically from like a dishwasher slash prep I mean guy. you've done everything yeah wow so I worked my way up through him that was a great two years of education uh huh um, worked for him for two years and then left there to go work for an amazing chef uh, who's still one of the greatest mentors I mm-hmm. have today um at a country club hmm. um, I did that for about a year and a half um got into Uh, got an offer to be a personal chef uh, for a basketball player cool Uh, his name was Jason Williams
0: okay uh,
1: aka White Chocolate
0: yeah Uh,
1: he used to play for the Sacramento Kings Uh um, got traded to the Memphis Grizzlies yeah Um, so I was his chef for like three months
0: that's so cool yeah it was awesome that's a fun
1: one yeah Um, got fired (laughs) um why or we should get into that no later? no we definitely <laughs> should get into it no, he's awesome we're still in good terms okay um but yeah just you know uh for what i do cooking and for what they needed yeah um it wasn't a good fit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and there was a morning where they called me uh, basically to heat up oatmeal oh okay um, yeah i was like yeah this that's not, not no no so no <laughs> um, i told them i wasn't coming they said you you know you're not going to. But
0: you're fine. Fra- I mean, you're fine. It's not like it ended on bad terms. No. Yeah. So
1: um, I left there, became an executive chef of my first restaurant in a tiny town called Monticello, Illinois, mm. um, just on, uh, just near Champaign. Okay. Um, and I was at my first executive chef job. I did that for a year. Um, and then my buddy, who the my mentor, who was at the country club, uh-huh. was opening up his first restaurant back in a little town just south of Memphis called Hernando, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh he was gonna do an upscale upscale Creole steakhouse. Hmm. I was gonna be his sous chef, uh, but also head pastry chef, uh, and come in and and be in charge of specials and doing the whole thing. So I jetted back. Yeah,
0: you moved a lot. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh jetted back. Um worked for him for another couple years. Um and then uh, I got asked to work at this uh, French bistro, Famous in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to redo the whole thing and cool. uh, bring in a more seafood element, more mm-hmm. fresh, lighter dishes. Um, so they hired me to do that. And while working there, another basketball player
2: oh my gosh. approached
1: me. Uh, his name was Shane Battier.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, we ended up... Talking, falling in love with each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very much on the same page as far as what my goals Mm -hmm. were cooking, what he wanted from a chef perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I started working for him kind of part time. Uh, Just run over to his house, cook lunch, Mm -hmm. uh, run back to the restaurant, uh, do dinner, blah, 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 go back. Uh, And then he got traded to the Rockets and he asked me to come with.
0: Is that how you got to Houston? Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. I was his chef in Memphis for three years did a few restaurants there as more consulting uh huh Uh, writing menus and recipes. Uh Uh-huh. And then, uh, when he got traded to Houston, I kind of moved as his chef and his personal assistant. Huh. Uh, his assistant, uh, Ann was amazing, uh, but she was in her late seventies, didn't want to move to Houston. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of took over about 60% of her duties and, um, was his chef. Wow. And I did that for four and a half years. Wow. On top. And then we had a conversation um, at the beginning of that year four about the possibility of him being traded. Right. Um, and how he felt like, you know, could be in multiple trades throughout his career left. Uh-huh. Uh, since he's not he's a great and amazing player and, and probably be in the in the hall of fame, but he's not a as well known name as right. like, you know, LeBron James Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um, he felt like trading was going to be in his future Mm -hmm. I had just met my son's uh, mom Mm -hmm. and I was kind of thinking to myself I don't really want to leave Texas Mm I want to kind of stay and uh, my clock you know just like girls have an internal and a
0: biological clock clock is ticking (laughs) my
1: restaurant biological clock was ticking and I felt like I'm not going to be able to put in 90 hours a week Mm -hmm. uh, much past 30 Mm -hmm. so I just was turning 30 or 31 um And I had an idea uh, after I came back from a trip to Portland, Mm -hmm. and they have an amazing street food scene. I think I've heard that, actually. I've never been. More trailers than food trucks. All kind of permanent-ish. It's awesome, yeah. Uh, Way better set up for the customers. Yeah. Tables, chairs, tents. Oh, cool. uh, Bars. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So it's uh, kind of more modern, but I thought, man, Houston has nothing like this. And this was eight Mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. So I thought I can come back to Houston, build my own parking lot, Yeah. put my own trailers, do four or five different things, and it'd be all my yeah.
2: brand. Yeah.
1: Um, and I found out when I got back, I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, the rules suck.
2: Yeah. Uh, they mm-hmm.
1: still suck. They yeah. haven't changed. And uh, so I still thought, man, a food truck would be mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, go back to my childhood in Chicago, my grandfather had some businesses in Chicago uh, named after his father-in-law, Jack. Mm-hmm. And so my whole life, up till I was like 10 years old, I thought Jack was his name. Uh, oh because God. everybody at the stores, he had a liquor store. And this will date me, but <laughs> I used to work at his liquor store as a oh, little kid. Oh. Uh, so my mom would let me work uh, at this liquor store mm-hmm. and ringing up the cash register. Uh, and they called me Little Jack. And until um, I was like 11, uh, uh, I thought his name was Jack. And my grandmother started screaming at Bernie one day. I'm like, who the fuck is Bernie? And she's like, <laughs> like, Well, who is this guy? Yeah, I'm like, Grandma, you lost your yeah, you know, I called her Bima. Yeah. I'm like, Bima, you've lost your mind. And yeah. she's like, No, Bernie's your grandfather. Oh told my me the gosh. whole story. And I was like, That's cool as shit. I want to name my first business after him.
0: Oh my God. And so
1: uh, I knew it was going to be Bernie something. Right. I thought either pizza, hot dogs, Mm -hmm. or hamburgers Mm -hmm. was gonna be the most approachable food for people to walk up Mm -hmm. to a truck, Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, a school bus. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like burgers was my best way to be creative Mm -hmm. and control the whole process. I'll make my ketchup. I'll right. make my mayonnaise, my mustard, my pickles. I'm not going to buy Heinz or French's. I'll make right. it all. Right. Uh, and I'll create something unique to me. I did not know uh, any of this. So then it was Bernie's burgers. And I was like, Bernie's burger truck. That sounds fucking lame. You need the alliteration. Bernie's burger. Bus yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep the yellow and black. I'll do the school theme. I'll call my burgers. The principal, the substitute.
0: The it's chemistry. Your menu is so clever. It's also clever.
1: All, that. Uh but it was a night of me getting super high and <laughs> I love it. it that's, like, the, that's when the best ideas come. Ah, uh, some sometimes they do. Wait, so
0: wow, that yeah. was when, and that was the. So when was that? This
1: was eight years ago, eight years right ago. after a trip to Portland.
0: Okay, um, and then when did Bernie's Burger Bus, the first location, open?
1: The bus. Oh, the
0: bus. You first had the bus, and then you had the correct. Right, so right. I had
1: one bus, uh, oh, October fourth, two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Was the first bus? Mm-hmm. Um, then I got quickly grew into three buses mm-hmm. and had a stand-in. Inside NRG Stadium uh, where the Texans yeah, played, yeah. I had that for two years. Uh, got fucked around yeah. left and left. Yeah. Um, and then um, I opened Bel Air which was uh, the first location.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: This will be four years. Four years? Yeah, this June. And how many
0: locations do you have now?
1: I just signed a lease on my fourth. Four. Yeah.
0: That is only in the past four years. This has all been four.
1: Yeah, I've opened four locations and I'll be opening four locations in four years and I've opened three trucks. Basically four locations with the NRG.
0: So do you still have the standalone
1: trucks? I have one truck left. Oh, you do? One of the original buses actually inside the Heights. So you can go touch, watch people cook inside the original bus. That's neat. Yeah all of our stores have the bus I was going to say Bel Air
0: I know I've been there yeah
1: that bus in Bel Air has no meaning to me yeah Um, we totaled bus two with no injuries yeah we totaled bus two um and we only had two buses when I had a Bel Air opening and I decided to keep them out on the streets doing uh-huh. events when I opened Bel yeah, Air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then right when I was looking at the lease space, uh, which took forever, it was about three years uh, for the Heights. Yeah. Um, I said, and bus one just crapped out on me. It was oh, like, okay. I had second engine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not replacing this. For sure. For sure. That's going in the Heights. Wow. So uh, That
0: is... So, so during this time, and we'll circle back to this again, but when did Chopped
1: happen? So Chopped happened probably a year and a half into the Bel Air opening. Okay. So five years into the business. Okay. Got it. Uh, They're pretty aggressive. They came to Houston on Facebook, really, and kind of blurted out, hey, we want Houston... People. And you applied or? I, I applied and got called like within four days. Oh, wow. It was it was quick.
0: Holy crap. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I wish I would have known it was that easy. I would have applied a long time ago because I've watched the show. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just thinking to myself, do I want to go on there? Do I want to expose myself? If I lose, what does that do for right, me? Right, right. Um,
0: but you won, so.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Um, um, and I was. I I was at a point in my life when they were doing their whole media blast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I was confident I could be like, yeah, "Yeah, I could walk in and do this.
0: Love that. That's awesome. We're going to get back to that. But that's, and then we're here today and you have four, you're about, you just signed your lease on your four. Just signed my lease. Just signed it. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, So as you know, or as most people know listening, my podcast is primarily about dating, sex, relationships, but also among many other things, but that is one of the main topics Um, um, that it's kind of evolved into. So your industry, mm-hmm. when it comes to dating and relationships and hooking up and all the things, um, Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Yep. Do people really have sex in the freezer? Was it?
1: Or- uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no. So so yeah. how, how is it dating in your industry?
1: Uh, well, it's, dating is... Is, is what it is. It's right. all it could be is dating. Uh, oh,
0: okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: marriage. Um... Uh, relationships that are long term uh, they don't exist in your industry very difficult Really? Um, yeah because you, you work weird
0: hours the hour, insane um,
1: if you're in any position like I'm in where um, you have just a shit ton going on uh, to work with my schedule and my priorities in life like for me I'm a, a um prime example of everyone in my industry you think you can make it work you, you start off with a relationship with like my son's mom mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you open up a business mm-hmm. and she quickly thinks well I'm number three now you know right uh, very quickly right um and, and 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 fair and totally fair yeah I mean we me and, and my son's mom get along totally great uh because we've realized that um I couldn't give her what she needed right. which is attention mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, nobody really in this industry, even if you work together, which that that dynamics fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about that, too. (laughs) Wait, did she work in the industry?
1: She worked for me. Oh, she worked for you. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Not
1: not at at first. She was in the apartment industry. Got it. Okay. Uh, But when I started Bernie's and I started, you know, picking up a huge pace, I convinced her to move out of the apartment industry and work for me. Horrible idea. I was just going to. So is yeah, it. You just bring work in. Now you're not.
0: Well, right. It, you're intertwined and in every. Everything. But do you think that's, um, I, I mean, it's not, it, it's all, it's other industries too, working with your significant other. It's like, sure. what is it? Don't shit where you eat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, don't. It, so that that yeah. got complicated, I imagine. Very complicated
1: yeah. there. Um, Time-wise, you know, I'm on a food truck. I'd start off at 6 a.m. Yeah. Uh, on days like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'd work till three or four in the morning. Yeah, it's
0: tough. You have like a doctor. And then schedule. when I get home,
1: all I want to do is crash.
0: Yeah, you don't have. You don't I don't have want to go out right. and
1: participate in life.
0: So you so. need. So what if you? Ha, what if it's someone else in the industry, not working for you or with you, but maybe that works better? Is it if they're both in that industry, like? because but maybe not maybe your hours aren't the same yeah no there's
1: still there there's there's still a huge question mark on that um i've dated in the industry i've dated out of the industry what Um, do you prefer fuck that's tough i i prefer in industry um
0: because they get it sort of yeah
1: you know that makes sense that makes Um, sense um but there's still this this like underlying jealousy, you know, of your time and or what you know, questioning what you're doing. Well, because your time, well, because four a.m.
0: You're right. So who know? You, right, you might have gotten off at twelve, and then you have four hours. And you're
1: oh, and you know, yeah. your girlfriend walks into your restaurant, and she sees these two cute waitresses, oh. and she thinks to herself when she walks away, "Why are you there till two in the morning? Are they there till Oh, the uh, Okay, there are always these like mm-hmm. underlying layers. Yeah, um, in and really and truly, to do what we do in our industry at a high level, uh-huh. and I I don't even consider myself a high level because I do burgers and fries, but I consider myself a high level in that I don't just go out and buy product, cook right. it, and serve it. Right. I make everything. So the amount of time that is dedicated to that in the process of that, yep. Um, And the level of focus you need for that, Uh uh, you can't have anyone else involved.
0: So So how does it work? No one's married
1: in your industry? Like, how does it, how? It's very hard. I mean, I would love to know a statistic on chefs that are in marriages and how long they last. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I don't yeah. think they're permanent. Yeah, I, I, I would bet you that's a very low number. I bet yeah. you it's lower than most industries. Yeah. Um, because especially someone who is as hands-on as I am. Right. Which is everyone that is at a level where they care about mm-hmm. their craft. And you're there. You know, people don't realize, people don't see me at the restaurant as much. Right. But I have a store in Bel Air that is my commissary for the entire um, operation. Right. Ketchup, mustard, pickles. All made in Bel Air. Got it. Shipped around to all these restaurants for consistency. Mm -hmm. That starts at 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Are you there
0: at 4 a.m. every day?
1: I, I will pop in because yeah. I have to be in in where I have multiple uh, different things. I have to have the ability to pivot, to go into prep, to go into Bel Air, to go yeah. to Katy, to go to the Heights, yeah, to yeah. now down to Sugarland. Yeah. Um, and I have to do it without an, uh, really a handwritten schedule because what I don't want is my employees uh, to know that I'm coming. I want it to always right? be like... The best um, quality. Bar, right, yeah. right. Like,
0: not just when you're there, it's top it. notch. Yeah, so represent. Th- it. So, it's just, you're, it's just a very, do you, do you... you and Bel is
1: super important to me. I want to yeah. taste that ketchup before it leaves to go to Katie yeah. in the Heights. It's really good ketchup, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but, but I need to taste yeah. the consistency. Yeah. And so, um, what, you know, uh, I get, I get flack for... Um, and the press. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for certain things. Uh, and, you know, one in per- person in particular is like, oh, I haven't seen him the last four times I'm there. I'm like, you don't understand. You weren't in there from 4 to 11, which I open at 11. Right. Um, and while we were prepping.
0: And you have multiple locations.
1: So that you might too. be schlapping you know. But really, you know, my main focus is to get into that kitchen and make mm-hmm. sure everything's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I can't work I have- seven. 17 hours 7 days a week it's impossible
0: I mean I, so do you think and you don't
1: have to answer this
0: but do you think you would ever be in a relationship uh, long term like do you not see yourself getting married is it you want to get the restaurants to a certain place and then like or do you all you'll, you'll always be in the day to day like how do you think
1: well my life has another layer uh, which is My son lives in Austin.
0: Oh, right. You have a son. Right.
1: Right. So me and and his mom are now together, and she lives in Cedar Park, which is a suburb of Austin. Oh, okay. that's about a three-hour drive for me. So...
0: Oh, so you're going back and forth. Oh,
1: yeah. When he uh, started kindergarten, uh, the beginning of, uh, well, the middle of 2017, September 2017, um... Right before then, I knew that, like, I would be only seeing him every other weekend for, like, a day and a half. And I was like, fuck that. I want him in my life at least 50% but my restaurants are here. Right. And I don't have enough scratch that I could throw cash to his mom to be like, move here for 13 more years. Right, right. So uh, I had to make a choice. I said, do I want to be in my son's life or do I want to yeah. not? So what I did is sold my house and got two little apartments. Mm. I have a tiny little one bedroom here and I have a two bedroom there.
0: Wow. And, um,
1: I just go back and forth.
0: And you'll well, you, you know, spend a few days at a time
1: in Austin and I come back? Then. I'll do two days here, three days there, Wow. Two days oh, here. so
0: you are, I'm back. You're busy. You have a lot. Why I don't you just... put
1: 74,000 miles on my truck in less than two and a half years. Oh, my
0: gosh. And and why don't you just open a Bernie's Burger Bus in Austin?
1: Quality. Same reason.
0: Oh, because you want to be around it all the I time. I don't want to yeah, add. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't
1: want to add preservatives. I can get it to Austin fairly easy if I add even natural preservatives, but there's still no, like... Um, Sure, so not enough research to me right. that, that natural preservatives are any different
0: than <laughs> preservatives, <they're> right. <laughs> right?
1: Right. So <laughs> uh, are I perfect. like the fact that my okay. mustard expires pretty quickly mm-hmm. and my pickles expire. That's right. a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I like all that. I
0: factor. didn't know your pickles were homemade, like made in.
1: Everything. Right? Wow.
0: I mean, I think I, I do I the ketchup. my bun. Right.
1: That's Slow Dough Bakery. Okay. And that's an amazing story.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Slow... Yeah, that's...
1: Yeah, <laughs> very um, I've been eating his bread since Chicago. Oh. So, his dad owned Deerfield Bakery in mm. Chicago. And uh, when my grandmother... St- great-grandmother and my grandmother stopped making challah, we would buy it at Deerfield Bakery. Oh, my gosh. And I had no idea that he was making that bread... Here in Houston, his dad's restaurant. Right, right, right. So I tasted it. I was like, fuck, dude, this tastes just like. That's why your buns are so amazing. It's. Well, yeah, and there's something in the universe that said, hey, dude, you've been eating this holla since you were.
0: That's crazy. Six years old. Oh, it's crazy. That's crazy. That's a whole,
1: yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Buns, I don't do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sweet potato fries, I don't fuck with. And sweet potato tater tots and regular tater tots. Do you do
0: regular fries?
1: Oh, I do hand cut. Oh, the
0: oh 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 okay, oh. And I do
1: okay. seven different versions of hand cut. Right. Fries. Uh, but I, wow. I do use those uh, three items as something I don't make. Got it. Um, but everything else. Everything else. You're... Every sauce. Like, That's amazing. Even if we make it with mayonnaise, I have to make my mayonnaise first to put it in. To wow. Whatever well, no shit. Is. You don't have time for a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Now I got seventy people.
0: Oh yeah, but still, you're the one overseeing all. That.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's just so uh, so my schedule is like impossible.
0: Right, and that's well, how probably
1: many people are though in the industry, right? Well, yeah, if I mean, they're chefs
0: and running, if they're
1: chefs and they have kids and the kid, right, right, right. When they're off, their time is with their kids. Exactly. Even if it's in town, you know. Um, I personally create a layer between my personal life and my child. So my child does nothing, he, he knows nothing about my dating life. You know, right, 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 right. Unless this person becomes something significant and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's been a year invested and right. I might introduce it. Right. But right now he thinks dad's just, you know, hanging out, hey, doing nothing. For sure, yeah. So, and that's great. And that's what I want. Um,
0: so do you have, um, do you think any of like the people that work for you, of the 70 people that work for you have like hooked up with each other and like been dating? Time. Do you know of it? Like, you, oh, yeah. So you don't you have see, a rule where you where, where they can't date in the workplace. Or, I mean, I do. I mean, technically you do, but, but you can
1: tell that there are relationships going on. Yeah, we, and then we make them aware that we know, mm-hmm. and we say if it's going to be a problem, right. both of y'all have right. to be gone. Right, But so, it's,
0: I mean, it's, a, I mean, you're it's, together.
1: A, it's inevitable. You're
0: there yeah. with it yeah, all Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: And... Um, <sighs> You know, the uh, uh, industry itself is very sexual.
0: Yeah. Um, Because of the booze and just drinking a lot. It's
1: because of the environment you're trying to create. I mean, most restaurants, you're trying to create this vibe. Yeah. uh, And it starts with the staff. Mm -hmm. Right? So, if I can get my staff loose... Laughing right, in a right. Good mood. Customers pick up on it right away. If they're tense and I'm yelling and I'm for up, sure, for sure, it's not that. So you bad.
0: want them to be loose and kind of and yeah, that food is very
1: right. sexual. Maybe not Bernie's Burger Bus. At, no, a se. good
0: burger is great
1: foreplay. Um, but most food and drinking and all yeah. that is, is very sexual. Oh yeah, it's very oriented that. So you're we're uh in the business of providing that environment. Right, we're in the business of trying to get people laid. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Anthony
1: Board Dane says, that's a probably exact quote, but right. he's exactly right because I mean, there's mm-hmm. no, um, there's no reason that people are, you know, going out on, uh, the, dates. Right. Right. Other than, you know, to eventually get.
0: Exactly. Well, so do you see a lot of first dates that you're at Bernie's
1: is probably tough.
0: I would love a first date at
1: Bernie's. (laughs) I I mean, it's hard to tell a first date, you know. Um, Mm. It's a new day and age of dating, too. Yeah. Tinder and Bumble and all this shit. Oh, yeah.
0: But I kind of think your Heights location with a full bar, that could be a good date spot. For sure. Even Because there's that. Well, although the Beller one you said does have beer and wine, which I've had the wine, I think, there. Um, Because I love wine, as you can tell. (laughs) Um, No, so, okay, interesting. So, the industry, I mean, it is. It's a very sexy industry. Is it incestuous? Like everyone that it's I'm sure there's a lot of like do you know everyone in the I mean everyone knows everyone. Like it's all
1: I came from Memphis in restaurant industry, which I felt, you know, Memphis even though it has, you know, one plus million people, right? Super tight, small yeah community. Great restaurant scene. Oh yeah. Houston just as tight, even though it's I imagine six times as big. Yeah. But oh I bet. everybody. So, you know, no offense to anybody else that listening. No, I
0: love it. I love it. I everybody, love this.
1: Everybody's fucking everybody. So, some server's been slept with this chef, and then she
0: You know, it's funny. Restaurant. I'm not going to name the restaurant, but there's a restaurant I used to go to a lot. I did work there, whatever. They had good Wi-Fi. And there were definitely two or three couples within, like, between the servers, the bartenders. And they, they were open about it. I mean, like, because I would become friendly with them because I was there a lot. And two of these people were together. One was having a baby. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, it, it, it lends itself to that
1: absolutely i mean you're um you're in that environment together so long you
0: yeah don't,
1: you don't meet people
0: right um, right um
1: it very easily it's hard to uh fraternize with the patrons right um
0: yeah. Okay, what about that what about your your server um with um a, a patron
1: we get a, a few, like we have a few good-looking bartenders who definitely get hit on, girl-wise and guy-wise.
0: And I'm sure they go home with them sometimes, right?
1: Uh, I don't necessarily mean like right that night, but, but maybe another night. <laughs> yeah, numbers are exchanged. Um, I think that happens quite frequently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
0: and it makes sense. Of I course. never,
1: my, my, I was always in the back of the house, so I never got the customer.
0: Oh, because right, 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 per se. But now you're like always the big serves. man on campus. Like well, you're, now like, I can't do shit. Well, that's
1: true. <laughs> that's true. You can't. <laughs> Now, <laughs> That's I, true. I, I don't even like... I, an, even, an, I, or, I mean, when I hire an age range... Um, because of, of the type of business that I'm in, I don't hire career servers who are in their late 20s, mid-30s. Most of my kids are yeah. 18 to 22. I was going to say, they're
0: really young. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, I look at them as But your managers, kids. I'm sure, maybe are a little older. Not really. Not even a, yeah. My, my uh, I've got a manager, um who's like 30, I think is the oldest. I okay. have a 24, a 22, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. 21, you know, they're young. Right,
0: right. No, that's talented. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. That's amazing. So back to, because we mentioned it a couple times, but now I'm sure people want to hear about it. So Chopped, I know you've been asked, you've probably had, a, had so much press on this, which I know you have, and you've asked a million questions. What is something maybe someone who interviewed you asking you about Chopped that maybe people don't know? Like what's something like a little tidbit or fun fact um, about your experience chop that maybe you haven't shared with the world already.
1: Um fun fact.
0: Or like some, yeah, like something so, juicy. <laughs>
1: um, you know, it was uh it was an and it was an amazing experience. Um I uh had a friend there, uh, first girlfriend uh, in Chicago, um, she was it. She lives in New York, and we went and hung out the night before I went and filmed my episode till like two thirty in the morning. Oh hey,
0: okay. so nothing
1: happened. Oh. I, I wish she is gorgeous, just as gorgeous. Oh, hi! As I Say hi yeah. to her. Hi, Jenny. Oh, hi, nice Jenny. To see you. <laughs> um, but yeah, she. Uh, so we had a great time hanging out, and so I was really hungover, uh, <laughs> and I had to be at a Starbucks across from. Um, what's it called it's like uh, Chelsea Market okay yeah is where they film mm-hmm. Chopped mm-hmm. On, on the upstairs okay of Chelsea Market so you go you meet at the Starbucks everyone comes mm-hmm. in and I'm hung over shit and I'm mm-hmm. trying to think to myself how am I gonna make it through this day right um and so I had taken a few edibles. Ah! Oh, before chopped? Before chopped.
0: Shut the fuck up. You were on edibles on this episode?
1: Uh, my mom was the first one to comment. She oh, we said, gotta
0: all watch that tonight, everyone. Turn, yeah. Go pull that episode up. She,
1: she um, I'm probably not gonna get invited back for the champions. <laughs>
0: You guys should invite him back though. Yeah, wait, that's I'll so funny. I'll do an even
1: fu- double high.
0: Yeah. Oh my it. god, that is so. No, So
1: I was funny. I didn't know what to. You know, I just didn't know what to do um, because I was gonna, I was literally like going to sit over a trash can the rest of the day and throw. Up. Right. 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 Because it was just like Holy three hours shit. of sleep, two hours, and so my brilliant brain, I had just gone. Um, to Colorado, ah, uh, and wow, had that's... some uh, oh. sour sour patch looking gummies, <laughs> um, and so I decided to eat one. And uh, my mom, <laughs> so she watched the episode, and the second thing she, after saying congratulations, she's like, "You are high." She's you're, like, "I can tell." you you're good. <laughs>
0: amazing amazing. I'm so sorry wait is that like an exclusive piece of information that no Mm -hmm. other news uh, not that I'm a news outlet no other one no one knows
1: Uh, I've told maybe three friends
0: oh my god you guys wait that's that's really the
1: juiciest detail that
0: is so good. Well, you
1: know it's funny. I better stand.
0: If, oh, that, if makes I'm not, that makes sense. That makes
1: sense. If I'm not cooking, like I wouldn't go high to work because I have to cook for hundreds of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when you're cooking for like your friends,
0: oh, or at home, yeah, or
1: whatever. Um, there's a creativity. There's a there's for, a looseness. Yeah, that makes like, sense. You put a little bit more love into it. For sure. Uh, and I'm only having to put four four plates three times.
0: Right. Right.
1: So my thought process behind it was like. <laughs> I'm not (laughs) in a rush. I don't have to cut up, you know, 50 pounds of meat and get something cooked. Right. Um, I have to I have to make four plates. Yeah, like you can. I is can fine. do this.
0: And you won. So maybe oh, that's yeah. the key. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's exactly the key.
0: Well, what's funny, I told you this before as a sort of sidebar. But so edibles, obviously, uh, they work well with you. They, you, you you, are good on edibles. But when I took an edible mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, or it was a couple months ago, um, I thought I died. So I'm not sure what the, the trick is there. Mine was a five milligram, um, uh, gummy, uh-huh. a sour gummy. And I took it and I, I would have, I almost called the ambulance. Like I thought I died.
1: Were you drinking before?
0: I was drinking before and I don't really smoke.
1: So, so. That, drink, <laughs> drinking, if you do not get high before you drink, um, you'll get the spins. I still do. Oh, if I was I spinning. Weed. Like
0: I was on a fucking Ferris wheel going yeah. real fast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if you're not yeah. high before you get drunk, You'll right. Spin. Right. And, and so, my friend who I
0: was with had the greatest time. She was and I was having the raise from that. I she smoked
1: probably it. smoked or ate the edible before she got
0: drunk. Yes, and she's done edibles before. I yeah. never I think I had one edible in college anyway. I've but,
1: overdosed before and I smoke weed all the time. Oh really? Oh yeah.
0: But oh, and but edibles. On
1: edibles yeah. I
0: feel like they should be outlawed a little bit. Like they're real you gotta know what you're getting yourself into. That's not like I mean, smoking the
1: pen. Or, I think people should they shouldn't be a little bit more education involved. Yes, yes. You know, there should yes. be like rookie status. Yep. Take two and a half milligrams right or like don't eat the whole cookie or like right, people
0: right. don't know that yeah because yeah, it yeah. doesn't
1: taste like you're well like- and the homemade ones that's like it's a crap sheet.
0: yeah exactly you don't know where it is um, yeah
1: uh but yeah no like i you know mm-hmm. i i've always um known my tolerance level based on right. what legal says like to these are five got milligrams. it got it yeah, okay. so i know i could take 25 milligrams yeah. and be totally fine right uh, but I get,
0: you know, yeah. No, Yeah. No one told me that before I took that. It would have been nice if they did. But, you um, know, right. so, okay, so the key to winning Chopped is definitely being stoned. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, the so, key to winning Chopped, honestly, swear to God, if anyone's going to go on the show, is they give you five minutes what? or so to walk around that pantry that mm-hmm, has all the extra mm-hmm, ingredients. Mm-hmm. Make your menu on that ship. And then add the four ingredients
0: to it. I that. see. That, so, yeah, duh. I walk yeah, through
1: there that's... and I... I said, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this, right. I'm going to make this, and then whatever's in my basket, I'll add it to it. Right, that. right. Because at least I know what's in the kitchen mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So, I've watched yeah. the show enough to, th- to see that basket of oranges is always there, the ba- the thing of apples, so I knew that it wouldn't change every round, it would always see. be the same thing. And so, when I got in the kitchen, they said, yeah, you can walk around and look at the equipment and look in the pantry. I was like, game up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, laser That's- bin.
0: Wow. So your claim to fame for many people is winning Chopped but what would you say aside from that or maybe not or not but just what aside from that are you like most proud of um, in your career because that's obviously huge and that's what most people know because it was televised and the whole thing but
1: what do you say um, or was that your most no I think honestly I think there's a pivotable pivotable the toll roll.
0: It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, there was a, a, a point where uh, I got a review from a local food critic, mm-hmm. Allison Cook. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, and she did this Burger Friday, and I was just a school one school bus at the time. Um, that article, when she put me up there mm-hmm. against regular restaurants, and um, she kept the playing field... St- Somewhat even, I wouldn't yeah. say 100% yeah. even, uh, because she did judge me on price. And, and my biggest problem with critics, if they don't do their education on how much work and what kind of ingredients I'm buying, right? You can never ever comment on price,
0: right? That's right. my opinion, right? No, that makes but sense, but other Absolutely. than that,
1: right. She gave me this amazing review, yeah. That it the next day it changed, it changed wow, when was this? Uh January February of two
0: thousand eleven. Wow. So four or
1: five months into the And whole do you know end. her personally? Like I do now.
0: You do, yeah. Uh, wow. at the end
1: before she wrote the article uh, actually, she did two articles. It wasn't the Burger Friday. Mm-hmm. She did a Burger Friday followed by a full on re- like wow. Um, and she came out to Lizards Lounge, which is I know Lizards Lounge.
0: Yep, I t- it's right near my. Um, I get my alterations done right ah, next to where Mary's. Yeah,
1: very nice place to get alterations. <laughs> it's my, a beautiful house. It is. A- <laughs>
0: um, I know lizards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: lizards was the first bar I ever parked at. Uh, mm. I'll do my dinner service And late night service Till 3am there Wow uh, I built up that Yuppie-ish Crowd right there Wow All, um, all the guys with the frail hats yeah, and yeah, yeah, Polo shirts and Yeah, jeans. yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah They're all the same crowd Wow But those were my first clientele and I'd hand out free burgers to them because they'd be like, fuck you, $10 burger. Oh,
0: my God. Wait, so like Allison Cook, what was, be because I'm drinking too much wine, what was the Allison Cook connection to Lizards?
1: Oh, so she shows up there. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Last, um, at the end. Oh. And, um, after she's done many visits by, and, uh, she shows up to Lizards and I walk into the bar to go do something. And I noticed, you know, everyone's the same. And then I noticed this little, um, uh, cute, uh, mm. older lady with glasses yeah. sitting there with a couple of older guys who just, you know, they don't belong there.
0: Right, right. This is um, not the Lizard's Lounge crowd.
1: And I would I had kind of, uh, after the Burger Friday thing, I had kind of, um, I'd seen that face.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I recognized
1: yeah. her. I was on the bus enough. So I just walked over and I, I just said, fuck it. I'll introduce myself. And it was her. And she let me talk. And she put that part of that in the interview. Which wow. I was Fantastic. Wow. And I got to tell my Shane Battier story. Got yeah. to add yeah. all that, which I felt if... Um, you know, the stars weren't aligned on those two weeks, I probably would have had a pretty rough go round. Wow. Financially because, uh, I started in October, 2010. Yeah. Um, back up just about eight months before that, I just started dating my son's mom mm. in Austin. Doing the back and forth. So I'm trying to get a food truck ready, cook for a basketball player, dating a girl in Austin.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah. Shit. Um, Start the food truck in October 2010. Right. Tell her this shit's popping. We're going to have, I'm never going to see you unless you move to Houston. Convince her to move to Houston. Oh, my gosh. November 2010. She gets pregnant January 2011. Mmm. And so, not only am I Hello. opening my first business.
0: Oh my gosh! In
1: October, you have a child. <laughs> I have a child, and uh, my son's mom has a child from another marriage. Okay. Uh, and he was thirteen at the time, so I have a teenager. Oh my gosh! A girl that I have to take, a girl and a teenager that I have to take care of, a newborn on right. the way, and a brand new business with zero income coming in. Oh my gosh! So yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. That was the key right there. So
0: so, Allison Cook essentially her reviews changed the whole
1: trajectory of your, your, your yeah, your, which is your, your,
0: that's amazing.
1: The most fucking ironic thing in the world because I hate bloggers and reviewers when it comes
0: hey, to Hey I food. used to be and, a blogger. No, for, <laughs> but for food there's for, no I know I, I get that. I get that. But that's amazing.
1: Yeah. That's no, a pretty totally.
0: big I mean that's wow. Okay, so
1: totally and Chopped
0: Allison Cook.
1: Yeah and I get to go back on Chopped eventually. Um I'm thinking they're gonna do it. There's four Houston winners. Um, out of the 16 that were on mm-hmm. Chopped. Oh, for like a championship like kind you of. You get to go back. Okay. But it's a very like open schedule. They said it could be up to three years from when your episode
0: Oh, started. I see, I see. But oh, we should expect a, to see you again yeah, on the TV. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. Unless they
1: figure out I got stoned. And,
0: and they, then they're, they're gonna gonna be like, fuck, me. I don't know if they're listening to Hashtag No Filter, but if they are, if they are, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and bring it on. It's legal in most states.
0: It is. And it's so. going to be legal. It's going to be like
1: everywhere
0: um so okay soon to be wrapping up a couple last things um what advice would you give to it's twofold first what advice would you give to someone um wanting to break into your industry
1: um never do a fucking food truck unless you live in austin (laughs) dallas Mm -hmm. california somewhere where the laws provide you the ability to have some consistency in okay. the location mm-hmm. Houston requires you to move. Yeah. Uh, so open up go cheap rent. Mhm. Um I hate to say that to to uh you know a lot of people think that um a locations is the place to be but uh real estate commercial real estate prices suck. Yep. And um unless you have a high end concept that's going to do you know to six million dollars a year, you, you sure. need to find a place that you're renting for less than seven thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, okay, um,
1: makes sense. Uh, so, go small, start off small, start small. Um, get a small footprint, um, sign small leases with good um, extensions, mm-hmm. and um, start your menu off small. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that try and sense. do too much too fast. Uh, when I opened, I had two burgers and two Really? Burgers. Yeah, that was it. Wow. You have, a, have lot a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> but we get confident.
0: Yeah, exactly. But we start said, small. We can,
1: we can execute. Right. We can execute this one. Run we or walk just, before you run. Yeah, crawl before you walk. <laughs> or crawl before you walk. Or Even crawl before, before you walk. Yeah, crawl before you
0: Okay, walk. okay so.
1: Yeah, no, I, um, I would say definitely uh, that. And one of the best pieces of advice is, that anyone could give me is if you're going to start a restaurant of any kind, Mm -hmm. um, you want to feed the masses so that you can eat with the classes because if you feed the classes, you eat with the masses. And so don't go do that fine dining shit first because you Mm -hmm. make zero money and you're going to be living with... Uh, on a super tight budget, go do something. So feed
0: the masses. Feed the masses.
1: I did burgers. I'm not... My passion is food in general, but my passion is to cook something new every day. Uh, My goal, Bernie's is my stepping stone into my passion
0: project. Yep, yep, yep.
1: But I always was told, feed the masses, because you, in this industry, you work off very little profit. The big boys... Big boys make 20% net profit. Uh, wow. The average mom-and-pop shop makes anywhere from 6 to 10%. Wow. So you work your butt off yep. for very little. Yep. So if you're going to do it, go big or go and home. And be passionate about it, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't well, even go
1: big or go home. Go big or... Right. I'm, wow. gr- I'm growing because I know I can consistently do it. Yeah. at one store in... Uh, seven to nine locations in the Houston area yeah. and not ever jeopardize my standards of quality Right. Um, and uh, the bigger um, that I'm getting the more quality of people that I'm acquiring on my team mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. easier it is for me to keep that consistency because right. now I get to spread the talent out
0: yeah Amazing. Yeah, that's very good advice. Um, and now, what would be your advice if you were um, to date in your industry, meaning someone who's already in your industry and dating?
1: <laughs> what um, your advice? Uh, be upfront and honest.
0: Yeah, about uh, your about
1: uh, your schedule about and your, your availability. Like. Love is Yeah. You know, you have a passion. If you're a cook and and you're aspiring to be a chef who owns his own restaurant, you're going to have to put in all these hours. Mm -hmm. Let them know ahead of time.
2: Mm -hmm. If they Mm want to go
1: down that game with you, you've done everything in your power to at least give them uh, the the opportunity out. Right. uh, Because you've let them know, like, look, you know, if me hanging out with you between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. is going to work for you. Then great, because right. that's what I'm offering.
0: But if not, but it might not,
1: not work. Let's not.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be upfront, which be up should front. really be advice for anyone in any sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but especially your world. I mean, it sounds like the schedule is everything. And I
1: think people. But, yeah, I think people need to know the passion. Yeah. People need to know that there's. There's a level and that's
0: of- attractive though like someone might be like I'm down with only seeing you maybe once a week or what I mean if you're uh, you know I think it's best you fast. can hope you can hope but you, don't you know okay I'm so thir-
1: I'm 39 and single
0: so, <laughs> so that's your choice
1: <laughs> that's been working it's <laughs> been uh, working uh, just the way I think it uh, is
0: uh- <laughs> okay before we totally wrap up You've been in the press recently. Some people might know. Some people have read the articles. Some people have not. Honestly, I'm fucking confused. Like, I don't... What's the deal? Like, I read an article about you recently. Like, can you just, like, clear it up and, like, what is the deal? Because I don't know. Bas- basic terms. Like, layman's terms. Yeah, yeah. very basic.
1: Um, I opened up when I had one bus and two buses and three buses. Mm-hmm. I still had one LLC, one okay. company. When I expanded into restaurants, for insurance purposes, I was told I needed to build separate companies. Right. So Bernie's in Bel Air is its own company, own tax ID number. Got it. The buses... Have their own company and tax ID number. Got it. When I opened up Katie, I had to open up a new LLC, new tax ID number, all that. Mm-hmm. When I do payroll, I have to do it for each mm-hmm, one mm-hmm, separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I send it in to one of the largest fucking payroll companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that if I have different tax ID numbers, mm-hmm. a person could work at my Bel Air location and work 30 hours right. and get a check. And then they can go to my Katie location and work 30 hours and get a check. And I could pay them the same time. Right. Like if they're making 17 an hour, which most of my cooks make a f- just as good as anyone, a decent buck. <laughs> any, anyone in the industry, mm-hmm. I'll keep up with any fine dining place. Right. Right. Cause I want to keep, I don't want to, um, I don't want to train people. No. I want to keep right. consistency. Yeah. So I offered them, Hey, you can come work here. During the day, and you can work here at night. Mm -hmm. My night, my daytime people over here can come work over here at night. Yeah. And so, what we did is we did this big flip flop thing. And everyone and they were down. They wanted to do that. They didn't want to work for me. They didn't want to go get a second job. Everybody in my industry has to have a second job. So what they want to do is they want to stay working for me. And I told them I can't afford overtime. I can't just let you sit at Bel Air for sixteen hours a day, five days a week. I could. Oh,
0: so you were upfront about this. You were like, I can't pay you overtime. Like you can go work here. It's a separate thing. Like yeah, they knew all the yeah.
1: And so as this is all happening and I'm sending this into this large ass payroll company, I'm not getting any feedback from anybody telling me I'm doing something wrong. So flash forward a year and a half after I opened the Katie store, I hired director of operations Uh um, to help me grow. And do the business side. Yeah. Within the first two weeks of him being there, he said, dude, that's illegal. If they work at... It it doesn't matter because it... Even though they have different tax ID numbers, different oh. names, and different entities, they're doing business as the same company, and it's got to be considered overtime. I said, shit. But you had no idea? I had no idea. I said, I worked for a guy, the first guy I worked for, who opened up mm-hmm. a second restaurant, mm-hmm. and I'd work hours there and get one check, and I'd work hours there. Like, it was you know totally, like, you did not know. This no is one knows not, No one Why
0: would you know? Who would know and that? Who right.
1: Gives you, no one gives you a fucking handbook when you open your business right. and say, so you can't do this. Right. Oh, be nice. Yeah, tax yeah. law. Um, right. So, and here's the, the the onus, in my opinion, is on the payroll company when they process yeah. the check that is getting sent to all one address, so that we could divvy it up amongst the stores and make it easier for our right. employees who are getting two checks to just get two envelopes. They never said a word to us. Right. And then when we ask them, that all they do is send us the letter that we sign saying there's no. Uh, liability. we You signed off on any. Of course. We just do what we are supposed to. So Largest in the world. Wow. Okay. So this is and probably. We're not, ha- we're not with them anymore, by the way.
0: I, I hope not. Yeah. But this probably has happened other situations like you where they have multiple locations and different LLCs and all the. All thing. the time. This happens a lot. So why. why so but, uh,
1: my guy sees it. We fix it immediately. Yeah. In the first 30 days of him starting for me, we fix it. Five months later, we get audited by the Department of Labor. Oh, gosh. So they go back and they see we have five months of clean books and that we have a year and a half where we are paying through these employees to different entities. So... We already knew we made the mistake. We told them up front when they came in and did the right. Office, it's all like you're trying to hide this. No, we no. cleaned it up. We fixed it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I'd work for other places. We were very honest. That's why they never find us. That's why they never took us to court. We said, well, right, we have no problem paying these yeah. people for our mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sucks because we were all under the uh, assumption that everyone was already paid. But I didn't. I made a mistake. I will pay for right. my mistake. Right, right. And so um, that was back in 2016. Then oh. Univision oh. gets a hold of a tax record and sees that a settlement has been made with the Department of Labor. Right. And they decided to come okay. out with a story like three weeks ago.
0: Oh, so you this is not like a new thing. Like, no. You
1: dealt with this. Like the, We uh, agreed. Right. We weren't fine. We set up a payment schedule. They said, I need you to give these people their checks over a year. And you did. Uh, We're about... you doing it. We're about 80%. We're still following the schedule. Right, right. um, Because it started at the end of 2016. And so we are finishing uh, the payment schedule or whatever. And here's the crazy part. Most of those employees still work for me. Right. And even the more crazy part is if you go to those employees... They all came up to me and wanted to hand back that check because they understood. Oh,
2: it's got chills.
1: Because they knew, like, we didn't do, we weren't no, trying to course fuck them not. over. We were just like, if you want to keep working for us, we'll just put you wow. wherever you want. So we had to, you know, sit down, have this huge oh, meeting, gosh. explain to people. The and,
0: media likes a story. They
1: yeah. just want to. Well, and here's the thing. And I'm not trying to relate this to anything. Uh, because there's a ton of negativity going on about a lot of people in the news but a lot of it is is um, and, and and look there's a lot of fucking pe- horrible people out there yeah. that do things like I'm doing uh, on purpose it, uh, and, 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 and yeah yeah yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, of stories that just come out about yep. allegations, yep. and it but, automatically assumes guilt on the person. Yeah. And what sucked for me was my PR, my lawyer. They all want me to shut my fucking mouth and yeah. not talk about the company right. that really could have solved my problem a long time ago and should because they paid the taxes to the government. That right. They they right. uh, keep me in compliance with yeah. all the laws uh, for for federal mm-hmm, and FICA mm-hmm. and all that. They're they're abreast of every law that the IRS has. I'm not. Uh, I, and like I said, when I started Bernie's and I got my tax ID number. Right. They never sent me a book.
0: Right. What would they be next nice if they did? Then that, you would have understood. But, or the, or yeah. known. I, it's such a shame then that, because, I mean, when I, I don't, I saw that article, I'm oh like, I don't really understand this, whatever. And then I knew we were going to talk anyway and I was going to ask you. But that's a shame because some people read, they believe what they read. They don't, they don't want, you know, so that, yeah. that, yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah. Thank you for
1: explaining that. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, uh, and, I, and I hope I was on Michael Berry's show. He <clears throat> called me because he had the same problem. Oh, um, and he contacted. Con, well, he had he had the same con, uh, kind of problem with the control. Yeah. But, um, you know, he was uh, I've had so many people after talking about it with him. Uh, tell me like, thanks, man, you saved me. Because they're doing it wrong.
0: I was just gonna say, a lot of people listening that are in. Your they're doing own- it wrong.
1: Yep. And and it's because- and you didn't
0: know and they didn't no, know. No and
1: and, and um, mm. it, what sucks is thank God I have a thriving business mm-hmm. that's growing mm-hmm. because if I would have got hit with that sixty three thousand dollar fine at a time I wasn't mm. doing well, mm. I would have I would have had to. Um, let go of at that time for 35 to 40 employees. Oh, wow. You know, closed down shop and, oh, and let go of all these people. And Ugh. all these people's livelihoods. Yeah. For a mistake.
0: For a mistake. It's exactly. You were not doing any. It's a mistake. It happened. It's happens. a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for clearing that up. My pleasure. And on a lighter note, what's next for Bernie's Burger Bus? What's the next
1: so, plan? So our lease, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is uh, uh, just happened, is going to be the newest um, store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be in the Sugarland, Missouri City area. Awesome. Um, right on the border there. On yeah. Highway 6. Yeah.
0: Ah, congratulations. Um, thank very you cool, very, very much. Very cool.
1: Um, when will that open? I mean, you just signed a lease, I guess. but... Yeah, my guess is end or first of the year. Oh, it's, nice. It's a okay. second generation space, so we okay. don't have a ton to do, but uh, we have to wait for permits. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all that. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, and so we're looking the... at a fifth.
0: Oh. Um, can you say I where? Can't, no. Okay. <laughs> but
1: what I will tease everybody with Get ready, guys. is this is the gonna be the most exciting Bernie's we've ever done. It's gonna be in one of the most unique locations ah. we've ever done and it's gonna have a menu that's different than it's gonna be a Bernie's burger bus, but it's gonna have a menu that's different than any Bernie's
0: oh out there. So when will you be able to share details
1: on such a thing? Because that's um, exciting. Um I gotta sign the lease. Oh okay, okay. So what uh, we're working on that. That's so, so we exciting. have a letter of intent. Um those take normally, you know, thirty to sixty days to yeah, yeah, yeah. The negotiations. So whatever we say. Very
0: exciting. So you have a lot coming up. Always. Okay, well before we wrap up, I like to do a little um, rapid fire, quick fire, whatever you want to call it, round, and um, you won't have much time to think. Just answer as it comes to you. Ready. Um, Some are silly, some are not. Uh, Beach or mountains?
1: Uh, Mountains. (laughs) Lake or ocean? Lake.
0: If you could have drinks, or in your case, if you could cook for anyone, or have anyone in your, in Bernie's Burger bus living or dead, who would it be?
1: Wow, Uh, James Beard.
0: Oh yes, that makes sense. Okay, and you would cook for him. You would
1: want to. I would want. I mean, yeah. I think uh, for American cookery, yeah, he's uh, he's he's the number one.
0: He's the mecca. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Who would you want if there was going to be a movie about you and your story? Who would you want to? Who would you want to play you?
1: Brad Pitt.
0: Oh duh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Brad Pitt or David Beckham. Ah, David Beckham. Yeah,
0: that's a a toss-up. Or a
1: child that the two of them had to get.
0: Yeah, either either way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, of course, I'd want to look my best. Right, of course. Um, I mean, you guys can't see me now, but I do have the same (laughs) six-pack.
0: He does. He totally does. And he has some awesome tattoos, by the way. So he's actually Jewish. I'm Jewish, as you all know, probably by now. And he has a... What is that? A pig? It's you said, a pig. It's a pig. I don't even. I mean, I need to take a picture and put it on an Instagram. A pig, but it 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 has the name of each part of the pig in it. But right next to it is a Jewish star, and then above it is a mom, something for his mom, yeah. which is just amazing. Yeah. It, it all... <laughs> and it's all. It's all good. And the six pack. Um, okay, what is your um, idea? The ideal best first date for you, like not you know, just dinner and a movie, drinks and this. What's your what's your ideal first date? Uh.
1: Someone that I can't stop talking to.
0: Oh, my God. I got chills. Like, that's a great answer.
1: But it's true. So you don't care where you are, what you're doing. You just want If to I'm talk. that interested. Right. That's fucking awesome. 100% agree. Very hard. Um, <laughs> um, obviously. <laughs> but, but, I'm but 39 that. 39 and still single. By choice. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: um, okay. What, if, if you were told you only have one more meal before you die, what's your last meal on earth?
1: last meal on earth from a person that is alive or dead? Yes. Dream wow. big. Dream big. I would want a meal by Paul Bocuse or James Beard and, or a, a oh, duo. And what what food would it be? Uh, pig related. Pig related.
0: Yeah. Love it. Okay.
1: Probably at least from the head area, the cheek, the collar... Okay. Very interesting. Delicious. I was a
0: vegetarian for like two
1: months, uh, but
0: now I'm, I'm back into red meat. <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. Yeah. No, I, I tried the whole vegetarian thing and, or, and then I tried the vegan thing and I fucking love red meat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I, but,
0: um, uh, okay. yeah, into it. Okay.
1: Yeah. I love all kinds of vegetables too.
0: <laughs> That's how he got his six pack. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think I might—or no, I don't know if I know. Okay, who is your favorite chef in the world, or who you uh, most look up to, or who—who's your your everything?
1: Um, favorite chef in the world has got to be uh, a tie between Daniel Balut or Thomas Keller. Okay, I don't know Thomas Keller, but I know Daniel Balut. Thomas Keller has a bunch of restaurants, most known for the French Laundry.
0: Oh! French Laundry I've been there oh but I didn't know that was Thomas I don't know I didn't know who Thomas the chef
1: was can so. I just
0: say though I actually I didn't I didn't love it yeah I, because I was a vegetarian at the time so I got the vegetarian ah. menu I didn't eat anything like I didn't I, okay but Thomas Keller French Laundry I feel like a dumbass I didn't know
1: that okay. well for me um his cookbook, the French Laundry cookbook, which is by far one of the
0: most oh, I'm sure it's, yeah,
1: um, and technique just amazing. Uh, yeah, he is definitely of my generation of cooks, guys in our late thirties. Yeah, uh, he's who we aspire to. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's uh, like
1: the that restaurant is the everything. Well, like, and and you know, you know, his predecessor, uh, his. Um, Uh, Grant Atkins uh, of Alinea in Chicago, Mm -hmm. um, who worked for Thomas Keller, who worked for, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Ferran Adria Uh of uh, El Bulli. He's he's got a three Michelin star restaurant in Chicago, um, and some can say that he is better than his mentor. Wow. Wow. So, okay. Uh, I had an okay. amazing experience at Alinea. It wasn't. Yeah. You know the thing about fine dining is food is not the f- is not a hundred percent the focus.
0: Not at all. It's the whole experience.
1: And and that's where I had my problem. So when I'm done selling Bernies, mm-hmm. what is um, my ultimate dream is mm-hmm. to create uh, basically this island
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in my kitchen mm-hmm. where people sit. And I hand that meal over to them. Yes. I get to explain, just like when I was a personal chef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some of the best meals I, love I that. know, him and his friends had, were sitting at that island. Yeah, yeah. Being able to pour their wine. Yep. Choose it for them. Mm-hmm. Explain to what farmer. Yeah. I went there. Mm-hmm. Why I called Rick at Honolulu uh, Seafood in Hawaii. Oh and my god. Overnighted for this dinner that they're having tonight. Um, Oh, you have to do this. This experience was, but you can't make money. Yeah, um, yeah, because uh, I, I want to work with talented motherfuckers. Right, 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 uh, right. So I will hire the best chefs because uh, I want to continue my education.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because um, I, I will say, and I want to be
1: around young people. Young people have better right. ideas than old people. I know it sells.
0: Yeah, yeah, can write know a how, menu. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But it's but some of these fine dining places, um, you know, I have a couple of. Friends, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a big foodie, but I have a couple of friends that are like the the, the first time, you know. Um, uh, what's the one here? Oc- ox oh, och hard, o- and a couple of them, but. Justin, I, you. Awesome. Justin, you. Oh yeah, amazing. I'm, I'm. Better, I like lo- Better
1: food at Better Luck Tomorrow.
0: Oh, but I like better. I've only had drinks there, but.
1: Get the fucking patty melt.
0: Oh really? I and I, I, I bur- love that I, because I I'm drink- a
1: burger place, so I'm telling you to eat it. There. Wow. But I okay. Mean, uh, he's, he's, he's dropped that layer of stuffiness.
0: Well, that's exactly what I was going The reason I don't love fine dining restaurants is I find them very stuffy. And I am clearly very rah, loud, whatever. But, I, and I just don't feel myself in these restaurants. Like I feel like I, I, I don't know what fork to use. Like, I, you know, not like I'm what's a reason pretty woman, like Julia Roberts, where I don't know anything, but I just, I could do it, but that's not what's, that's not authentic to me. Like I don't, you know, so the idea that you'd be around your kitchen, but having this fine dining meal, I mean, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Casual. Love
0: it, love it. I want oh, it's so to not, but fine, fine dining. In I
1: want of- it to be a tasting menu, like, right, right, right. Um, because I want people to experience what I thought I got best at the market that day. Yeah. Um, and I want them to have a lot of different.
0: Yeah. Things. Yeah.
1: Um, but I want to be very casual.
0: I love that. Please do that to sooner or later. And like
1: a sundress. Yes. And yes.
0: And I can't. And just
1: like they're coming but, to my house because here's yes. the, I envision them walking into my dining, yeah. like my my foyer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see them being issued off into a little bar area with couches.
0: Yes.
1: You know, be casual. Yes a uh, uh, turntable playing good music um, please do this
0: and then going into the going in and having the dinner into at the kitchen the, love it
1: yeah please do that
0: well that's amazing you're so interesting thank, thank you, you so this is Appreciate so this is this was great we might have to have you back again when you can announce where your next maybe place uh, is and then we can talk day. about more things <laughs> awesome. Um awesome or if he's on chopped again but anyway thank you so so much for being here thank you guys so much for listening as always do you, are you on Instagram I am oh,
1: what's your burger underscore ninja
0: burger underscore ninja and that's your personal one and then bernie's burger bus i assume has Yeah. yeah okay so follow justin and i'm of course julie lauren 14 you can follow me there and thank you so much for listening i will talk to you very soon bye